Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Olison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I am joined, of course, by my Mandalorian brethren. First of all, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and we have Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. This is the way. This is the way. No helmets for us. No, I know. We're apostates. We've, yes, we've been banned. Yeah. <laughs> banned before we were in. Um, but we're yes. Real, real Mandalorians. <laughs> we Got can go bathe in the, in the pools, right? Uh, can we? Mandalor? We're not sure. We're not sure. We'll find out. Yep. Spoilers. All right. So, uh, <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining. This is the first episode of season three of The Mandalorian, chapter 17. 17, yeah. Come on, I'm on fire. It's yes. called The Apostate. He's on a roll, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. On a roll. Called The Apostate and... Um, T-roll, that is. Yeah. There you go. Um, Sweat would be proud. He would. He would. Um, it's for you, Sweat. Okay. <laughs> what do we... Yeah, yeah, we're here to review it, all right? Uh, before we do that, big shout out, big thanks to everyone who's tuning in, whether you are watching on YouTube. If you are, we want to encourage you to hit the subscribe button. Please do that. Um, leave a comment as well, and if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, Google, if you're, if you're listening just the audio version, please subscribe wherever you're listening there also, and follow us on social media, at Royal Geek Pod. Um, that helps us out tremendously. You know, yeah, throw TikTok. some five-star reviews out there, guys. Yeah. yeah What's go, going on? That's right. Hit, hit us up on Apple. Leave us a review. Yeah. That really does help. Uh, we're still a You young, know who you are. You haven't left one. We you know exactly who you are. <laughs> if you have an Apple product, if you got an iPhone, it would help us out a lot to leave us one of those five-star reviews. I mean, it really does help the pod. And we're still young. You know, we're, we're one of the young guys. Um, sure. We're one of the young groups. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, so. we are. We're, we're, we're still in our infant stage, you know. Um, found well, toddler stage now. Foundlings, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're foundlings. Yeah, we're, yeah. Youngling? No, foundling. No, it's foundling. 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 Yeah, youngling something else. It's Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, well we're not- he does drop at some point a youngling type reference um, when in the in this episode. Mm. We'll, get to yes. we'll get to it. Yes. We'll get to it. Yes. All right. Speaking of this episode, here's your spoiler warning. All right. So if you haven't watched episode one, hit pause now. Come back later, uh, fellas. The Mandalorian is back. Yeah, it was yes, a very, very exciting week. Uh, on, yeah. on Wednesday, it dropped, right? And uh, when I woke up on Wednesday, dude, I was giddy, man. I was very excited because I knew that this came out at 3.30 in the morning. And Eastern did, time? E- yeah, Eastern. I did not wake up at 3.30. No, no, no. He but, woke up at 4. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I woke up at 6, and then I watched it. Okay. And then, yeah. uh, and then later on in the day, um, I had Disney Plus pulled up on, on the living room TV, and the big giant banner of The Mandalorian and Grogu were on the, were on the front on the TV. And my yeah. son's like, are you watching? I was like, uh, hey, mind your own business, right? And, uh, and then my wife said, um, she said, did you watch the, the first episode of season three? And I said, uh, yeah. And she said, without me? And she got oh. so <laughs> mad. She Put got you so mad. Place. So yeah. I watched it a second time later that night. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, yeah, she, had, she said, she do, really not, had to she said do not watch that without me again. And I was like, oh, Tell dang. her to wake up at 6 a.m. Yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. I said, we'll watch it in the morning t- uh, next week. And she said, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we, I was so excited, man. I was, I was so very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was good to see Mando again. Uh, Din Jarwin, right? Din Jarwin. Din Jarwin, yes. Jarwin. What did I say? Jarwin? Mm-hmm. Too yeah. close to Darwin, but anyways, um, tight end over here. Anyway. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's good to see Mando back. Um, you know, at first when we're we they were like doing a little ceremony, you know, with Timothy Chalamet in the water. <laughs> I thought, like I thought him. it really did look like him. Yeah, you I thought, thought that might have been a flashback. It kind of looked like yeah, it might have been. Yeah, it did. I thought it was like, oh wow, we're starting with a flashback here. Yeah, uh, from when they were on Mandalore is what I thought. Yeah, too. Yeah, 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 I, I, thought, yeah I thought it was gonna be Din Djarin's like 
that was gonna be his initiation. I didn't think it looked like I didn't think it looked like Pedro. I thought yeah. it, I, I was like that, that's well, not but, him. No, but they they showed Din as a kid as a foundling in season one, and they it kind of looked like that kid. It really did to me. Hmm. But that was like yeah. four years Some, ago, so. <laughs> forever ago. The, yeah. the big thing that was kind of throwing me off from like I was like I think this is what they're doing, but then what threw me off was. The fact that the armorer and the uh, Paz Vizsla was, yeah. uh, was there, and they didn't look like any different. No. Even though, yeah. like, of course, they didn't take anything off. But it was also like, uh, something's, something's off here. <laughs> yeah, but then Mando shows up in his sweet shit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Man, I love it, man. I love yeah. the upgrade. The upgrade. Like, oh, that's clearly him. Yeah. <sighs> the Razor Crest or this one? I'm definitely picking this one, man. This thing is sick. It's sleek. Yeah. The Razor Crest had, I feel like... It's the Naboo one, I believe. I, I feel like yeah. the Razor Crest had a little more... Hmm, I mean... I want to say character. It, it had character, and it also made sense for a bounty hunter because there was actually room to store your yeah, bounty. Right. <laughs> yeah, but he's not a bounty hunter anymore, right? No, I mean, currently, no. What I is guess he? not. Uh, he's trying to... We're trying to figure that out, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's trying to figure that out himself. I think yeah. the show is trying to figure that yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think true. that is part of the reason is that they are trying to show like a physical, a physical representation of his inner change. You know, yeah. it's kind of what they're trying to do with the, the ship is that, um, in some ways, this smaller, sleeker thing is showing him like letting go of the baggage of his past in a lot of ways. Because the, yep. you know, you know, the Razor Crest, although it was a pretty pretty cool ship. It was, you know, very much a part of his background and the way that he was growing up as a bounty hunter, connected to the Children of the Watch. Um, all that kind of stuff was kind of tied to him in that ship. And this new ship, of course, is, you know, showing this new uh, version of him where he doesn't have to worry about dealing with that stuff. He really just needs room for him and Grogu. That's you know? true. That's true. And uh, in the, we got some cool scenes while he was in the ship uh, throughout the entirety of the episode. And the, one of the first scenes was when they were in, um, they were in, they're flying in space, and Grogu's sitting in his little cockpit. Right? Yes, which is a cool little man. If I was Grogu, I would love that spot. Yeah, that's an amazing yeah. spot. And he's just looking around and watching all the lights fly by him and everything. And then you see like silhouettes in the background and Shimato rebels, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, this is definitely a rebels re reference where uh, it's the Pergil that Ezra yep. rides on in the the one of the last. I was arcs. thinking the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, sure you were. Yes, but anyway, so anyway. So Rebels is, is canon. Pergirls are canon. We already knew that. We already knew that. But the fact that we are getting a live uh, action uh, Pergirls is, is phenomenal because yeah. we may end up seeing Ezra either in this season or in um, Ahsoka series because we don't know what happened to Ezra nope. um, when we last saw him in Rebels. Uh, and the last time we saw him was on the back of a Pergirl. So uh, yep. that's exciting to, to actually um, think about what we can get out of this season of Mandalorian. So yeah, and we also got to see a, we saw a lot of moments of Grogu being very attached to things in this episode. It was very it was interesting seeing them do that because they were I felt like they made a point throughout the episode to make him attached to whether it be the Mandalorian. Even in that scene, yeah, he he he, he immediately goes <laughs> to like his the lap. yeah like yeah. that that is the that is the kid situation like that is the I'm nervous I'm you know I'm not quite sure position like right there mm -hmm. totally you know um. Th th that's what that position was. And you see it a couple times later in the episode with whether it be with him or even with, um, there's a couple other things, th th things later on that happened to where he's like, he's, you can tell that he's really in his emotional connections to things at the moment. 
Yeah, totally, man. And uh, just watching watching his growth with the Mandalorian is has been really cool to see. I yeah, mean, I've I've enjoyed every second of it, especially when he cuddles up under his little uh, seatbelt looking <laughs> yes. thing. That's pretty pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I felt a little down in this episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go on, go on, because I want to punch you in the face right now. Nah, Continue. man. I mean, it literally felt like the classic, like it's setting up multiple things, but it also feels like nothing happens really. I just felt so uninterested. Okay. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I felt very it like even so. It's like even a uh, grief, grief. Uh, what's his name? Karga. Karga becoming mm-hmm. a high um, magistrate. Magistrate. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just you know I, I clearly like a lot is happening on that planet. Um, Navarro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Navarro. That's what we're here for. But man. I'm just so uninterested yeah. in it. Okay. Well, I'm just so uninterested it, in it. Okay. It's season three. Exactly. It's, it's episode one. What they're doing currently is establishing the storyline moving yeah. forward. Um, Mandalorian and Grogu are going to go and try to discover if Mandalore is poisoned. No, I mean okay. I get the concept, but yeah, I guess I'm just saying it was it wasn't that exciting and it was short. Okay. To me, it just didn't have. It any was short. Yes, it was very short. Yeah. I was very disappointed when I hit play and I saw thirty-eight minutes. But then I was even more disappointed when I saw that the credits started rolling at like the thirty-minute mark. So yeah. Plus that includes the intro yeah. and the, the two, like, recaps. Re- yeah, yeah, the recap and the yeah. two intros. Yeah, there's just a lot. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, a lot going I, on there. I'm not. I'm not throwing the towel in. I'm just saying, you know, it was kind of a lackluster yeah. start. I, yeah, I will. I will agree to the extent of it was not the most supremely exciting beginning to a season. I will yeah, admit yeah. to that. But you know, I believe that they have uh, the, with the control that they have under Mandalorian at the moment and the quality they have put out at the moment. I feel like it, it's okay for them to have an episode where they you know set stuff up. Yeah, for sure. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there wishing you guys were with me <laughs> when he's on Navarro and he's talking to Grief Karga. And then Grief or Karga gets interrupted by a droid. And she's like, you know, or she, the droid's like, you know, uh, you're needed now. And he's like, I'm busy. And he's like, no, there's pirates. And I'm thinking, as soon as that happened, I was like, in my head, I'm like, Side mission, side <laughs> mission, side <laughs> mission. Yeah, like again. Yeah, yeah I mean th- that's gonna be that's gonna be the <laughs> the mo for moving forward with Mandalorian. For Mando. Yeah, it is. But um, if you think about it, right? It, it, funny, it didn't we, really turn into one though. But no, it didn't. But it gave us like Mandalorian has established itself as the the space western type of series, right? Sure. It yeah. gave us this the standoff, the duel. Like they were they had the pistol action going on, like a typical. Carga still got it, man. Yeah, Carga still yep. got it, man. Don't don't sleep on Carl Weathers, that's for nope. sure. But uh, we had the stare down. They were trying to get into the school, but it was either like it was a bar last time, and they're like, no, yeah. get out of my school. And then they have the standoff, and then Cargo shoots him in the hand, and uh, you think that's it's over, but guess what? The other the other goons try to <laughs> try to attack, and Mando yep. puts down three, and Cargo puts down one, and uh, then yeah, that that part was cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Yes, they were awesome. like they showed like no mercy there. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then they the main pirate goes away, and he's like, uh, and you're like, oh yeah, he'll tell him about the fear. I already knew. I was like, bro, no, he's it coming. Never back. works that yeah. way. No, sorry, but uh, and that's then, the hope, Mando, But yeah. Mando, I knew something was going to happen with IG-11 because the recap focused yeah. on IG-11, and then you saw him as a statue, and then he was like, I need him. I need a droid I can trust. And I was like, yeah, it's got some serious you, trust you, issues. You could probably build a bomb with another droid that's yeah, actually functioning just, just right now. Just try, dude. Yeah. 
you already took your helmet off. You were you said you would never do that. Yeah. So give your heart up to another droid. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed the scene where he was repairing him, and uh, he defaults to his original programming. I actually enjoyed that because. Uh, I mean, talking was, about the, when he became like a zombie. Yeah, when he became kind of like that crazy, crazy, yeah. uh, trying to kill Grogu. The one thing I hated about that scene, I like that scene, but I hated it too. But uh, the one thing I hate is that Mando is he shooting him to hit him, or is he shooting him to because he missed like a ton of shots. Mm. And uh, whether I don't know if he was trying not, not to destroy it because he still had hope, or yeah. was he really that bad of a shot in that moment? I don't know. Yeah, I, I would say like the two the two big things is another one of those emotional moments was. For Grogu was in that moment when he sees him, and you can just see like his, he, you can see him reacting to it because he has this emotional connection to his nurse droid. Um, first of all, and then secondly, I'll agree, but the part that I didn't like about the IG Eleven scene is I feel like you're kind of destroying the part of him that was redeemable when they're saying that they reversed his programming or whatever. Because, I mean, I guess they could bring him back in some form, but it's also kind of getting rid of the sacrifice that he made. It's like the traditional, like... That's true. It's like the idea of when he self-destructed, you were supposed to feel something because this was his end. It's it's the same thing. You did feel something. Yeah. Like, we did. It, It would be just like if in the snap, you know, from, you know, um... Or from uh, Avengers Endgame, if they immediately brought back Iron Man, or they immediately brought back Scarlett Johansson, it's yeah, like it, yeah. it loses the impact of the deed. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, again, I, I promise I'm going to do my best to not be super negative. I think the show will get better in my eyes, and I won't be super negative every week. But I was also just like, I was uninterested in a lot of the this episode, and even this storyline. It was. I was like, me and Grief Cargo are viewing this the same exact way. It's like, dude, just get another droid. Yeah. Like, it's not worth all this hassle. Yeah. You know, it just felt like so unnecessary. And now, side mission to go get his part for this. But but listen, if we get IG-11 back, we get Taika Waititi back in the series. You need to know that, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, but there you go. I so, mean, all you have to do is get another I- IG unit, and then theoretically, you can just have they all sound the same. But what we did get was a trip to the Anzellans uh, <laughs> workshop <laughs> yes. where we see, I mean, was okay, it Babu Frick? I don't know if it was Babu Frick, but it was the species of Babu Frick. Yes, but I, Babu's cousins. Yeah, oh my gosh. When he said no squeezies, I lost it, dude. I love it, dude. <laughs> no, no squeezies. Uh, this one, poodoo. <laughs> oh, yeah, poodoo. This yeah, one, broken. poodoo. And funny it, thing, broke. Yeah, the funny thing is that uh, uh, Karga is uh, interpreting, but like I can clearly understand. Yeah, yeah, that was, why is Mando that was so, doesn't understand it? What is he saying? That what was hilarious. That? Mando, I clearly heard him as the audience. Yes, and then oh man, that, that part was, was hilarious. And and the best thing is, I felt like it really was intentionally comedic. I, I think so. And oh, they yeah. did yeah, it because they sure. did it like three or four times. It wasn't like Grief Karga just did that once. Yeah. yeah, it's like every time he did that, I'm just like, dude, <laughs> dude, leave it, leave it. It be. just felt so unnecessary, yeah. it, but it, it was in, funny, in a good though. way. It was funny. Yeah. But uh, that was a great scene. I love seeing that. I love seeing the Babu Frick aliens, the Anzalans. Um, but uh, dude, I, you didn't enjoy the pirate battle scene in the space? Like that was awesome, man. Yeah, that that part was good. Yeah. Oh, that was it. That's all we get. Good. <laughs> good. Okay, I will say though, but like we like, okay. get the pirate battle, and we get like one scene, and the and the episode is over. 
Like okay, after that. Yeah, it's true, true. Yeah. But that pirate battle was sick because the music, okay? Because every time he killed a pirate ship, the, the Mandalorian little The chime. The chime. Whatever it is. It happens. And he like Ding. he's hiding behind an asteroid and then boom, it. chime. Yeah. One's dead. Another yeah, one. Yeah. Chime. Dead. Like it was that was so amazing, dude. It yeah, that's fair. No, 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 that was good. I mean, that was that was pretty much all of the action. But and, and I don't need a lot of action, right. by the way. It's but that not like scene a, started with him teaching Grogu yes. about space. And then at the end of that scene <laughs> where they're facing off with the pirate ship he's able to teach him again hey kid never, never trust, trust a pirate. pirate and then boom he yes, blasts through yeah. like that was it was a great scene because it's like a father-son bonding yeah. moment that's yeah, this, what it was he's like this thing tells you when hostiles are yeah yes yeah but then the following scene with bo all right so let's i'm happy to talk about this yes please let's um we probably need to fill you in a whole lot of what's going on hashtag hashtag team bo oh yeah for sure okay yeah, this whole cult that he's a part of is ridiculously stupid. Yeah, ridiculously very stupid. radical, very radical. Yeah. Mandal- Mandalorians are an inc- extremely irrational race in a lot of ways. Um, they have this huge split that happened, where basically they. So basically, what happened to you, if you don't know, is their Mandalore had this split. It was originally a very warrior-related race. And then the main planet decided to go in a more peaceful route. And the side sectors decided to break off. That's how you get the Children of the Watch. And a lot of them the went fanatics. off. Fanatics. Yes, the Fanatics yes, yes. went off into different moons a lot of times. Um, there was a large one on, on one of the uh, moons who became... Went back. We're like, hey, we got to go back to our old warrior ways, and that's where a lot of this is coming out of. It, why there's sometimes conflicting uh, idea ideals on this planet is because there's all this, you know, the the split, and then they, you know, they had uh, they had um, a bunch of wars and things like that that split the split the race even further, and, and it just caused these so many of these issues, and you're having all these different like. Uh, moral values being presented from the same race, which makes it kind of confusing because you're like, well, this part of it says you should do it this way. This part of it yeah. says you should do it that way, which causes a lot of Yeah, issues. even Bo's like, you know, all the, what's the lakes of Mandalore, the, the what's it called, the, the, the bath that he's, where's he trying to go? The water? Right, bathe in the yeah. pools. The of, pools yeah. of Mandalore, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, all it is is where they got Beskar, and then they fanaticize it into being right, yeah. something yeah. something much more. Honestly, the Children of the Watch are Star Wars is like far left, far right, like radicals, like QAnon folk, like that. Yeah, that's yeah. what they are. They are. They are. And then, and the, the what's frustrating about it is like, I kind of thought in season two, like he's finally passed it, and now he's like trying to be redeemed. It just feels just. I guess I just don't care about it for those reasons, you know? Yeah. But going back to the scene, hashtag Bo was right. <laughs> going back to the scene when he's walking up to Bo and he's like, "I'm here to join your cause," like, and she's like, "There's nothing left." Well, and he's like, "That's a lie." I, I mean, he? her cause was trying to reestablish Mandalore. Mandalore. Yeah. yeah, and so I mean, he's not wrong. He's using it to get to back up on Mandalore. Like, first, the droid that he needed to back him up was not working at the time. So why not go to Bo Katan and see if she could? Him, her, and whatever fleet that she had could go to a mission to Mandalore together rather than yeah. by himself and Grogu. Because think about it this way. He probably doesn't want to put Grogu in any danger if he's going to a planet that's supposedly poisoned, right? So why not go with <clears throat> people who are actually wanting to go there? 
I mean, it, I think what it, I think kind of what T Roll is getting at has been it's, it seems a little disingenuous for him to say he's going to join her cause. Yes, when it doesn't seem like he's like a hundred percent in. He's just using them for the situation. It would have been more uh, in character for him to be kind of like, "I need your help to this end." Type of exactly. thing, you know, more he's asking for a favor. And what do you want to return? They, you know, like, uh, you know, I've helped you out. You have helped me out. That type of situation. One of us will owe each other at the end of the day. But, you know, we've worked a working relationship. You know what's so stupid about freaking Mando? What's that? He's like so committed to his stupid little cult religion. And it, but at this, and, and, and it's crazy. His crap is crazy. The things he believes. But at the same time, in season two, when he's like got the dark saber, he's like, "Here, have it." Oh yeah. yeah. So She's like, like now, and and in a whole nother way of like Mandalore lore, he's like, "Well, what's the big deal?" It's like, "What do you mean, what's the big deal? You're part of a cult that believes stupid, <laughs> yeah. crazy crap, and oh, now yeah. you're going to criticize Bo-Katan for believing what she believes about the dark saber, which, by the way, is an actual like." Literal thing. Yeah. But I don't the, know, it, man. I like Mando. He's cool. He looks cool. Pedro Pascal sounds cool, but he's a little punk B, in my <laughs> opinion. Well, the entire idea, even when he says, uh, what, what she is saying is literally the same thing that happens with the Darksaber. Because the Dark, it's, it's, it's the same exact thing. For sure. But from, uh, it, it really, it, the whole entire idea is, man, every part of Mandalore kind of has this kind of craziness to them in That's general. That's fair. Maybe they're all um, crazy. Because yeah, I mean, because the, yeah. the dark saber has the exact same thing. Because the dark saber itself is not anything; it is what it represents. Yeah, it sure. looks cool, yes, but it is what it well, represents. I mean, it more looks than anything really good. Yeah, it does. But the way the way Bo-Katan talks about it, though, she's saying that if if you don't win it in like in combat, then it doesn't perform as as powerful as it should. Is what she was making it out to believe. There, be. there is that, but it is not. That isn't really the. And that's that is the pull. Stupid as the, never taking your helmet off. <laughs> it is the political part of it. Yeah. it. Is the real power of it? It isn't about how you can use it in a fight. It's how you can use it to have people follow you. It is. It, it is something. Far greater, like, even if there is a little bit of connect, there, even if there is a connection between its abil- your ability to wield the weapon, I think that is the, your ability to wield the weapon is actually more about showing the people that you got it in the right means more than its actual physical like scariness as a weapon in one on one combat. Yeah. It's, it's more about how to show like yes, I am the rightful. You know, I get user that. of this weapon, and I guess my thing is, I, I understand the concept, and I don't think it's as crazy as the Children of the Watch, but I think it's like it's not that far off. Like she believes her own crazy crap, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, maybe maybe that one has a has more um, validity to it, but like I don't know. Like Mando is a hypocrite. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Seriously, he, dude. He's he's got a whole lot of new things going on. In he's his like, life. hey, Bo, I know I believe some crazy stuff, yeah. but you're freaking crazy. <laughs> yeah, but listen, he's got Grogu now, so maybe his views are kind of I don't know, changing a little bit. Maybe yes, he he wants to stay true to himself and and go towards the Children of the Watch, but he's got Grogu to think of too, and he's like, I can't go fully there because then what does that mean for Grogu? I hope that by the end of this series or this season, do we know if this is the last season? Do we have any uh, idea? I don't okay. think it is. I don't think it is. I hope that at the end of this season. You guys can play this clip and be like, man, T-Roll was such an idiot. <laughs> uh, we can probably play that with several clips in the past. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, probably. But <laughs> but my thing is, like, he's just, he doesn't, he's really cool. He's got an awesome yeah. ship. Yeah. 
but it it doesn't he doesn't make sense to me. He really doesn't, and I think that's why I'm so bored already in episode Jeez, one. Jeez, man, this is some strong words that you're using right now, man. I yeah. did not like it because I was very yeah. entertained in this episode. I was very, and you know what? I think for the most the part, coolest the, part was seeing Grogu grab that jelly bean with the Force. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that I think the general consensus of Star Wars fans is that this was a solid episode. It really was. Yes, and uh, um, I would say solid, not elite. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. But I we will see some elite episodes this, this yeah. season, especially. I believe that. I believe that. With what could come, especially with Mandalore potentially um being yeah, and, utilized. And I can't wait to see him go to Mandalore. Background. I can't wait to see the moment he uses the dark saber again. Yeah. That's like me a while. I think I think I'm excited about the visual things I'm going to see. Yeah. I think all I'm trying to say is I'm being very critical of like, for me, he still feels like. They don't know what they want him to be, and maybe maybe that's the whole point of the season. Yeah. And he's going to walk away from that, or he's going to become the leader of this cult and make it his own. Yeah, and like he's going to go one way, one way or the other. Yeah. But that's that's where I'm like, I just don't get the feeling that even Disney knows, or even John Favreau knows what they want Mando to be here. I don't know. I mean, I could see something happening where you know he gets to Mandalore. And it is not as bad as people are making it out to be. And he calls both. He calls he calls all Mandalorians back to you by know, you, by holding the dark saber. Yeah, like yeah, so, I so, mean, yeah, so, right. something like that, or just you know, maybe not something as like nebulous as that, but like him having the dark saber and just like maybe a message somehow into the universe. And so then you know the zealots come and everyone who was originally behind Bo-Katan comes and Bo-Katan comes and there's like this moment of Mandalore being restored and we get to see like I don't know maybe maybe we'll have like a like a almost a battle royale like we get like Paz Vizsla and the Mandalorian and Bo-Katan kind of like in a almost like free a for all yeah like a free for all like, battle and power. anyone who yeah. wants the you know the rights to Mandalore is basically like free face, yeah. facing off, and you get this huge, like yeah, but literally a battle royale. Yeah, you that'd know be, that'd be cool. To see, I think I, I'm down for that. I'll take yeah. that. But uh, I, I thought it was a solid episode, so uh, I'm I'm excited for the rest of this, the season. It should be should be fun. It should be a good ride, and uh, I think Grogu's gonna we're gonna get a lot more Grogu In progression. Action. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm again. I'm hopeful. I am. I know. I sound super down. And I am, but it's just because, like, <laughs> and I am. You and I am. <laughs> I'm, but it's it's not necessarily with what I've visually saw. It's with like when you pull back the the layers of Mando. It just it it kind of you know like when in Thor uh, Ragnarok, um, uh, Odin's like, "Are you Thor, god of hammers?" Ah. He realized like he doesn't need a weapon to win. Yeah. And then like, the next movie's Infinity War. And he and, has, and he just gets something else. And he's like, "I gotta go get a weapon." Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's it's kind of like that where it's like, I feel like it's like he took a step back. Yes, yes. I feel like mm. Mando himself is just kind of like regressed a little bit. And and again, I'm not it, it, the story's not done, but in this right. moment, I'm just like, it just feels okay. off. I mean, if you think about it, if you think about, you're, I don't think you're thinking big, big big picture here. Okay, think about it. His mission, his quest, was to deliver the child to the a Jedi, right? But then his world got tossed upside down because he came back to him, right? So in, in Mandalorian's mind right now, he accomplished something, but then it came back to him. And now the thing that he was setting out to accomplish over two seasons 
was disregarded, throw it out. So now his whole mentality of like, I have missions to complete, that kind of thing, you know, side mission of the week, right? Is now in array because now Grogu's back with him. So what does that mean? Who is he now? Because am I raising this child up? Am I going to deliver him somewhere? Am I, what am I doing with him? And so his whole entire shtick as Mandalorian has, is in question. And so he's trying to discover who he is in the process of this season three starting. Yeah. And maybe what he's trying to do is, as well is like, now that Grogu has come back to him, well, Grogu is his foundling. So maybe he's trying to create this, family structure for Grogu by reinstating himself into the cult. He is creating a family of the children of the watch connected to Grogu as well. It's kind of like being dis you, if you're disowned, your children are disowned as well. So maybe he's trying to connect himself there so that Grogu has a foundation of his own and a family of his own. Okay. I'm going to make a call right now. If, if, if Mando's, aim is to like if his aim is to bring peace between all the different clans and that's why he's trying to win over hit the children of the watch and that's his end game then it makes sense i like for his like that makes that makes sense to me that checks out but if if he is just like no i want to be a part of this this stupid cult again after i took off my helmet like yeah. he, after, he's like after I, he did that he did he okay? did that, yeah Okay, he did that, and he also in season that was in season two, and in season two he saw other Mandalorians take off their helmets, and yeah. at first he was like, you know, that's weird, but then he like he fought alongside them, so it's like his whole progression of his character feels like he should be walking away from this cult, but but the way it looks like right now, and again I know it's only episode one, the way it looks like is he's like trying to get back in it, hmm. but if but that's why I'm like, if if his if his end game is to like unite the clans and all that, and to do that he needs to be inside, back inside the children of the watch. Then that makes sense. But I can see it, that happening. Yeah, it, yeah. That but in this talent. moment, like, but but here's what I'm saying: if come episode eight, it's like, no, he just wants <laughs> to be a part of the clan again. The, yeah. Then that is just so then, dumb. Then he's nothing special, and he's just no. an, a, another cog in in the wheel. Yeah. Right? Like a whole yeah. Thing. It's just yeah. a waste of time. Yeah. So I hope I. I hope Favreau, you know, I know you're listening, brother. Um, <laughs> I hope that's not the aim. Yeah, but we'll see. That, hey, that's that's a that's a good point there, T-Roll. I, yeah. I appreciate that take, man. That was a good take. That's why I'm so frustrated. I guess. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that, man. But uh, but yeah, I mean, solid episode, solid episode. I do want to say, like Pedro Pascal, man, he is in in some sort of zone right now because yeah. this dude is just he can't miss. He can't miss right now. He is everything he touches is gold, man. Last of Us on HBO right now yep. is phenomenal. It's inc absolutely incredible. We have Mandalorian here, incredible. Yep. He's he's done so much good work in the, in the geek universe in our wheelhouse, and uh, I'm excited to see the rest of the season yep. with him. I mean, he basically anything that he has ever touched has been yeah. solid. Absolutely. Has he been in a Marvel movie yet? It's coming probably. probably. It probably is. Uh, I feel I like he'd be a great yeah. villain. Yeah, absolutely. I would his, love to see that. His worst thing was Wonder Woman, though. He was in Wonder Woman oh, 84. Oh, he was. He was. Yeah. That yeah. was yeah. so He was also bad. in the second Kingston movie, which was decent, uh, but was, not like... Dude, that was yeah. so bad. Role. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, Anyway, gosh. anyway. But he also was in, of course, Game of Thrones and, yes. Oh, yes. you know, and he was also in um, the the, uh, the Unbearable Weight uh, uh, of Immeasurable Talent. talent. Yes. Talent of yes. He was also in the bubble. Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> he was that. 
Oh, all right. Um, all right. But anyway. Hey, wait. Yeah. So great anything, episode. Anything else to speak on? Nah, I'm ready for next week. I'm ready for next week. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, well, let me let me end it here um, by giving a brief little announcement. And I just the bubble just reminded me. Oh yes. So yes, a few yes. weeks ago, for all of our true listeners, all of our true fans, you're still here. You know, thirty so thirty or so minutes into this pod, you know, you might remember we did a little bracket um, of like. Bad movies that have come out worst. since. Yeah, the worst movies that have come out since we started the podcast. And it was like a jester review bracket. And the whole purpose was to narrow down from 16 all the way down to one. What's the worst movie? We're going to do a, a watch along. Well, we uh, <laughs> a really terrible movie that I don't even want to say its name on this pod, but I yeah. will. It's called Marmaduke. <laughs> just threw up a little bit in my mouth. Yeah, it was oh, bad. It was bad. We did a watch along. We had fun. It was actually yes. fun just watching it together. And we set up a camera and we watched it. However, we've, you know, it's the first time we've ever done this. Uh, we got flagged for copyright. <laughs> yeah, because YouTube hit yep, us, yep. man. They yeah, got YouTube us. YouTube got us. Netflix, you know, it's their property. Rightfully so. We're sorry about that, Netflix. I, mean, I know. I'm sure you're checking on us here. Uh, yeah, I'm really sure. worried about the Royal Geek Podcast. I don't know why they're so worried. I mean, I think they would be happy about, you know, someone who would actually watch that watch movie from movie. start to end. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Um, so we learned we cannot do just a full watch along, you know, because just the way our setup is right now, we're a little bit limited with audio resources. So, um, we're still going to do just reviews in time, but they're actually going to be reviews, not actual watch alongs. So that's the news. Uh, And the bubble reminded me of that because the bubble was starring Pedro Pascal, (laughs) um, featured, maybe I should say featuring, um, not starring. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, He was in it. But anyways, that was a part of our bracket discussion. So that's how my mind got me there. Anyways, now that we're ending this podcast on such a sad note, (laughs) uh, big shout out to everyone who's tuned in. We really do appreciate you. And again, please subscribe to the podcast. Please follow us. Uh, follow us on uh, social media at Royal Geek Pod. Uh, please share this podcast with your friends. Any any Star Wars friends you have, share this podcast um, so they can hate me for everything I just said about Mandalorian. Um, and yeah, leave a review for us. That would help us out tremendously. So come on back next week. We will be reviewing episode number two, chapter eighteen of the Mandalorian. So please come back for that. With all that in mind, for my good friends Sandy and Shimato, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.